0: Follow Winnie Taylor's Fourth and Inches wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad free with a GZM family subscription. Head to gzmshows.com for more. Jess Fisher, GZM Marketing Director and host of Six Minutes Rewind. If you've heard of that show, you're used to hearing me talk to co-creators Chris Terry and David Kreisman about Six Minutes. Hi, Chris. Hi, Dave. They're here. Hi,
1: Jess. Hey. Hey. hey.
0: (laughs) Today, we're not here to talk about three episodes of Six Minutes, but the entire first season of Tomorrow. And joining me are not only Chris and Dave, but the third GZM partner and co-creator of Tomorrow, Ben Strauss.
2: Hi there.
1: Hey. 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 Gang's all here. Gang's all here.
0: Just, you know, like I say in 6 minutes rewind, but if you're new to that, there will be spoilers. Oh,
1: it's your line. Spoilers bitch. up through the first 50 episodes. Yeah. So nothing <laughs> from the finale which you haven't heard yet.
0: Yep. That's yep. why we're doing this. That's why we're doing this I heard this today. it this morning. Yeah. It's pretty great the finale. No spoilers, Jess, no spoilers. I'm not saying any spoilers. I'm not t- I'm not going to tell anybody what's going on. But it's really good.
1: And anything related to the musical Annie is also, that's fair game to <laughs> the, the the it. The end
0: of Annie. The radio show,
1: the comic <laughs> strip, any of that stuff is fair yep, game. Yep,
0: yep, yep, yep. The, the vinyl, the pressed vinyl, the, the vinyl workout album, uh, all fair <laughs> the game. Christmas special. <laughs> the Christmas special. The
2: vinyl workout album. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I
0: posted about that on GZM socials. It's real. Is it's there a really vinyl a vinyl Annie, workout album? Yes, there's a, there's a workout with Annie album. Um, And I must find it. I actually just got a record player. So we're going to have some really exciting guests on this show, including the stars of Tomorrow, like Laura Benanti and Mm -hmm. Lance Reddick. But Mm -hmm. that's coming up later. But we have some celebrities here already, so let's talk to them. So, Dave, Ben, how did
1: Tomorrow come to be?
3: Good question. Good question.
1: Yeah, Ben, why don't you start this one
2: off? (laughs) Sure. Well, you know, it was a big idea to take a piece of IP that everyone knows around the world and created an entirely new story around it. So um, it's a story that I grew up with because my, I don't know if you know this, my father wrote the music to the stage play. And so the idea of taking something which was already in the family and doing something big with it was a big idea. It was actually my sister's idea, not mine. Oh. Wow. She's a- uh, She was
3: also a big, uh, she's a big Hollywood
2: Hollywood writer, right?
0: Right. I was going to say your sister who wrote Finding Dory, No.
2: She write Finding Dory, among other things. That's right.
0: Did you like Annie growing up?
2: Yeah. I mean, what's not to like? First of all, I don't think I appreciated it Mm. as much as I appreciated it as an adult. It's such a perfect love story structurally Mm. and in so many ways. It's so perfect, so perfectly balanced as a certain kind of book musical. It's really just beautifully done. Do you remember your dad working on it? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, you know, he would sometimes—not often—but he would sometimes he would he would say, "Hey, what do you think of this?" And he'd play a uh, wow something he was working on, and, uh, and I was like, "Nah,
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: not, not so great." Yeah. Keep, yeah, no. keep tinkering.
0: Tomorrow, too too optimistic. Maybe not too sad.
3: Not going <laughs> to go, go anywhere. Nobody's going to like it.
0: Something um, I really like about the like original Annie that seems to have bled into like y'all's tomorrow is. Something that I appreciated when I got older about Annie is that it's a little bit political. Like, it does comment on history and it does comment on, like, there's the song Hooverville. And in Tomorrow, you do address a lot of the things that we're experiencing, like AI and, like, social responsibility and, like, platforms. And I think that's something that's really cool and elevated about this.
3: And live streaming.
0: Live streaming, yeah. yeah. That's
2: right. <laughs> I mean, that's something that's sort of in the DNA, I think, of the story. Mm-hmm. The idea that a little girl is uh, not so little in tomorrow. She's older. She's 15. She's a teenager. That there's a perspective that that someone who is not, you know, beaten down by all mm-hmm. the things, all the fighting that happens all the time has a perspective that this is the way things should be just because— That's where optimism comes from. That's where kindness comes from.
0: In the original, the Great Depression, in this, the pandemic.
1: The pandemic, yeah. So a very hard time that she's been through. Yep.
2: Yeah. You know, we thought about that a lot, actually. The idea of where, I mean, there's so much to talk about, my God, but the idea of of when to set (laughs) the show and how to set the show.
0: The
3: parallel is great. Right, because the show actually takes place after the pandemic. That's right. It's five years. It's as as
1: if it's, right, it's as if, because it takes place after she was adopted, but she was Mm -hmm. adopted during the depression in the show, and the idea was she was adopted during the pandemic.
4: Right.
0: Right, which that works perfectly, I think.
1: Right. We had no idea when it was going to end, where we were. And it was, you know, the very beginning of the pandemic. So mm-hmm. we, we were taking some guesses. Uh, and obviously, this is not exactly our world. We never say COVID-19. Right. It's a pandemic in New York. But we certainly knew, you know, we started that New York was in the throes of it. It was really bad. Mm-hmm. And yes. It right. It was a yes. heavy lockdown, and we didn't know when, if and when the city would come back. Um, so that was, that was really kind of where it started.
2: It's interesting to hear that because that really was the, I mean, it wasn't the depression in every way at all because you didn't have some of the, the more colorful parts of the depression that were made it into the stage play, like Hoovervilles, for instance. Although you absolutely right. have that, you absolutely do have that in New York City and even more so in L.A. Well, I was going to
0: say Pepper is a is a squatter. So it's like that yeah. is my Hooverville, like Pepper in tomorrow. You know what I mean?
2: That's right. Yeah. Like
1: mm-hmm. that's, that's right. the
0: parallel for me.
1: Yeah. Ben, we really thought that coming out of the pandemic, New York would be even worse than it is, I have to say. I mean, maybe we were pessimistic, but it felt for a while like, oh my gosh, all of these restaurants are going to be closed forever and who knows when the city's going to be back to what it was. Um, that there would be a, you know, a real recession that followed. Um, and obviously things aren't aren't fantastic now, but but I think we worried that it might
2: be even worse. Well, I
3: remember us having conversations like, I don't know how this is going to, We none of us know how this is going to end. So how can we know how this starts? You know what I
2: mean? Yeah. One of the things that we talked a lot about is what you keep, what you reimagine from the stage play, which itself was a complete reimagining of, I said the word IP before, intellectual property. What was a complete reimagining of what Harold Grade created in a comic strip character, uh, I don't know when, in the 30s, I think, and was then turned into radio plays and other things as well before it became more famous, I think, ultimately, as a musical but when you think about reimagining musical or anything else, you imagine what kinds, of, what parts of it you hold on to, what parts of it you sort of try and find a parallel to. We're talking about the pandemic, about COVID. You know, for those those who are uh, are going to listen and haven't listened yet, COVID is not a backdrop for tomorrow the way that the depression is a backdrop. It's more about finding parallels in the time that we set it in because. There was something meaningful anyway about the idea that we were going through when we were writing it. Everyone was going through such a difficult time.
0: I also think that never-ending appeal of the character of Annie is the optimism, which is in both. And I love, I don't remember what episode it was, but Annie says that optimism or maybe positivity is a choice. It's a
1: choice. <laughs> That's right. That's, yeah. right. Yeah. That's right. That's right. It and I just And I love happen. that
0: it made me think a lot when I heard that. Yeah.
1: The other thing that we, that we had to decide a lot in the beginning was first of all, who's Annie in our, in a modern world um, when she's not yeah. in, the, in the third, but also mm-hmm. who is Annie five years after the girl we are used to seeing, you know, a teenager is a different person than a, than an 11 year old or a 10 year old, whatever she, whatever right, she the was. The optimism
0: so, is kind of different. Yeah.
1: So how do you hold that, but make it so that she's not so corny, that you couldn't believe that she was 15, that she mm-hmm. has grown in certain ways. And we talked about Captain America as, a, as an example of someone who has that huh, kind of, you sure. know, cockeyed optimism um, and how to find it. And, and it was, we were finding it all along the way. For, for me, I've, I've said this before, but it was the moment where she talks to the other gravestones in the cemetery that sort of opened up her voice to me. It was like, oh, mm-hmm. that's who she is. Mm-hmm. She comes and she brings flowers to everybody in the graveyard because that's, that's mm-hmm. her version. It's, it's not a silly optimism. It's um, it's the way she wants to be and the way she wants to look at the world.
2: It's a kindness. It's a, oh, yeah. a sense that she wants to just be that person in everything she does. Whether there's someone around to see it or hear it or not, it's who she is. It's an interesting choice. I mean, when she said that line about it being a choice, it's true, but it's, of course, more complicated than that. And you could say the opposite, too, which is that negativity or pessimism is a choice. Mm-hmm. And it's a choice that I think many mm-hmm. people maybe choice is not exactly the right word when you talk about it this way. It's a fact that many people sort of walk around with those feelings and those ideas. And it's a challenge to not look at something in a dim light, because after all, that's scary, and it provokes anxiety, and we're used to it, and it's natural. And you don't worry about things that are good, but worry is more automatic. So I don't know what what Annie and tomorrow, what her thinking is exactly. It's not as easy to be positive, I think. But at some point when you are that way all the time and it's who you are, it really becomes natural. And maybe it becomes just as easy in some ways. Although she is challenged quite a bit by circumstance and more, right? Well, one of the things we had to really watch when we were doing this
3: is that we definitely had to cut back on the cheeriness at some sometimes, right? I mean, just in terms of that, that classic,
0: right? She thought her her dad was gone.
3: Well, not only just that, just have her read more more real, just in terms of the acting. We had to pull back sometimes.
2: Well, she's fifteen, not ten, right. and right. I think there's a big difference there. That's a lot of. Uh, so who is Annie at 10 and who is Annie at or 10 or 11 and who is she at 15? I mean, right. a different person. And the world knows a character who is 10 or 11 years old and who is able to say certain things to anybody in the world because that's who she is. But a 15-year-old naturally is going to have, be coming from a different place. And what does it mean to try and find the same qualities that made her special as a 15-year-old?
1: And then contrasting that on this show with who is Ms. Hannigan? How was she raised? What has she been yeah. through in these five years? Chris, th- we were talking today about, about villains and, and whether, you know, Laura Benanti plays villains, and, and you said, Miss Hannigan's really not a villain in this show, and that's, and that's mm-hmm. true. You know, she has this villainous mm-hmm. past. You know, one of the comps we talked about with that was, is Cobra Kai, which <laughs> reexamines <Right>. this, <laughs> right. the Daniel and Johnny rivalry. And although Annie Mm -hmm. and and Hannigan aren't rivals in quite that same way, it is that idea of re-examining this from not just Annie's perspective, but Miss Hannigan's as well.
4: Mm
2: -hmm. The Hannigan in Tomorrow is a very full character, and Laura, Laura was brilliant creating it. You know, the nuances are so interesting. I feel like it's an evolving character, too. Chris is right. She's not a villain in the way that... In Annie, and there have been many versions of it, too, Hannigan is, isn't is always quite the same villain as she is in every version. She's redeemed mm-hmm. in some small ways in the end, uh, sometimes. There was just a TV version recently where they did the show live. Taraji P. Henson. Yeah, and I'm trying to remember. I'm pretty yeah. sure that Hannigan did not go off to jail in that version.
0: She didn't. There was a slight... There was like a moment where I don't remember what happens, but the orphans forgive her.
2: Yeah, I mean... The idea that it's there that you want to know more about her and and maybe not punish her the same way that Rooster, her brother's punished, is certainly there. She does come out of jail at the top of Tomorrow. She was punished, and, and she's a complicated character. I mean, there's a lot of interest in her as a character. It's interesting, I mean, you know, who she can be. And the one version in Tomorrow is very complex and very interesting. Hannigan in Tomorrow is... Someone who's figuring herself out too, and is um, on a journey, which is going to really evolve in season two for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, Ooh, I know that we no said spoilers. no spoilers, but but uh,
1: <laughs> she's alive by the end of season one. That's all you <laughs> spoiled.
0: What? <laughs> so another really interesting thing that was sort of reimagined for this podcast is the music.
2: It's really great. I mean, it's a big swing when you hear the theme the theme of the show tomorrow which happens to be a reimagining of the song Tomorrow. It's great. It's so interesting and I think that there are so many choices you can make and ways you can go. um, We heard a
3: lot of comments about people not liking the electronic voice, but I think it works so great. (laughs) I think it's amazing. Change is
1: hard, you know? Change
3: is hard, I know. Change is hard. That theme was done by myself and Sean Pierce and Sean Pierce taking the lion's work on that and just really uh, did exactly what Ben's talking about, really just reimagined it and, We did a couple of different versions of Tomorrow and that one just became
2: the theme. It's not about better or worse. It's about bringing out a big idea and presenting it as part of a bigger idea, which is this whole show. The theme that you did with Sean is, does that exactly? It says, you're going to see a lot of things that are familiar and you're going to see a lot of things that are new and it's going to be a ride and you're going to hear a lot of things that are new right exactly and it's a ride and and it's a great ride for all those people who made those comments if you get past
3: and oh I, that's when i consider that we that we're doing exactly what we're supposed to be doing and,
2: and, and <laughs> the thing you about feel the voice right? the thing about the voice is interesting because um the whole theme itself which you hear at the beginning of this rewind is um it's such a cool effect and i get it it's a big step and then you hear the voice at the end which is like if you thought that was a big change, (laughs) you know, we're not, you're not going to be comfortable here. And that's not the case. I mean, I think the story is very comfortable. It's a very, very tight story with fantastic characters and it takes you on a journey. You know, you're never confused or bored or anything like that. It's just a lot of fun. And it's like any of our other shows in that respect. But if you are starting from a place where you think you're going to just a, another adaptation of the original, which might be incredibly imaginative and wonderful in all kinds of ways, a deeper dive into all the characters and their backstories and, and so forth. It's just not that. We go on in a different direction. And I think the music sets you up for that in a very smart way. I love it. And anyway, you know, for what it's worth, my dad always thinks that it's a show which should be done in, in many different ways. It's a universal story. The idea of, of Annie, the stage play, and... And what happened in the story was always something my dad believed or believes should be done in all kinds of ways. It's a very universal story. Finding love, a particular kind of love, two people coming together in a particular kind of way, a girl looking for her parents and finding a dad at a time when the country is struggling and having a voice that reaches people and and lets them know that there's hope. I mean, those are big ideas which uh, deserve to be reinterpreted.
0: Thank you so much, Ben. Really appreciate it. Uh, (laughs) See you
2: in the next meeting
5: tomorrow. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs)
2: Tomorrow, tomorrow. Yeah, we'll see you tomorrow, tomorrow on the Tomorrow's Production Call. Yes, we'll see you in the the production. In the seven meetings we've got together. I'll see you tomorrow.
0: Right, literally. (laughs) Got no folks
5: to speak of, so it's the hard knock, we hoe cotton blankets, instead of wool, empty bellies, instead of wool, it's the hard knock, life.
0: Okay, so now we're actually going to go through and give some awards in various categories, just like we do in Six Minutes Rewind. And we're going to have some special guests to help us do that. We have our first very special guest, Miss Hannigan herself, Tony Award winner, Laura Benanti. I'm a really, really big fan. <laughs> you know, it's
6: so funny. I actually thought you were yawning at the beginning of it. I was that's, like, wow, I know she's squeal. in LA, that's but that is harsh. Um, but then I heard that it was actually a buildup to excitement and now <laughs> now I'm cool. <laughs> no, I was playing it so cool in our, like, pre-record.
0: I'm, like, the biggest fan ever. Aww, um that's nice. So, uh, so yeah, anyway,
6: you <laughs> like the musical Annie, right? I sure do. Oh, my gosh, a fun story. When I was a little kid back in the 1900s, it's all I would watch. And then I started acting like a little sort of bratty. You know, I was, like, stepping Love on people's that. feet. And my mom was like, ooh, the tape broke. Um, yeah. And she threw my Annie tape away, but I would still <laughs> sing all the songs. And so I absolutely love it. And I I'm love that. So you're
1: be being partners. corrupted by the character of Annie.
4: Right.
6: I was, was. I really was. Did you want to play Annie? I did want to play Annie, but I also wanted to play Pepper.
4: Uh, mm. nice
6: yeah. yeah I, I think that. that's more of where my sass was coming from even mm-hmm. but then of course I was also just like Annie Ranking is the most beautiful woman in the world <laughs> yes. I just yes. wanted that dress that flowed in the breeze oh yes, yes. you know that like oh yes right. we, right. Got, we Annie. got Annie and oh, forget oh. It. it had like a little at University get out of here <laughs> gorgeous at Monmouth University that's yeah. what my at fun University. fact mm-hmm. my dad went to undergrad there oh really Wait, Seriously? I was there yeah.
1: I was actually there when they filmed the you're kidding Closing number, yeah. You, you were right there too. Yeah, I was. What? Why? Yeah, right. Because I lived five minutes away, and <gasps> right. my dad was connected to the university, and wow. we got to go and see them shooting that big party at the end, and going down the steps and everything. Yeah.
6: Whoa, Wait, that, that is, is so, so cool. cool. Oh my gosh, Jinx, Jess.
1: and they did a uh, premiere <laughs> also at a local movie theater. I and love I got to that. Go to that's cool. Yeah. Uh, I was like, cool. s- I don't know, six years old or something, seven years old. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. Yep. Uh,
0: I'm I'm also from Monmouth County, so I, <gasps> every time driving by, I was like, Oh my gosh, that's, that's so, so funny. Bucks.
3: Yep. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm I'm from Canada. Yeah, we know.
6: <laughs> we know. We, we, we love know your healthcare.
3: <laughs> <laughs> we get it. Our Annie, our Annie had to wear mittens and a coat,
6: <laughs> <laughs> but she was nice. Uh-huh. <laughs> she was really nice.
3: Yeah. Um, she hunts moose. <laughs> She's friends
6: with Anna green gables <laughs> she
3: is friends with Annie of, green gables, right? Annie
4: right. of Sand- green gables sandy's
0: a sandy's a moose or a yep. penguin um <laughs> is there penguins in canada there's
6: no <gasps> penguins um, in definitely not penguins but not penguins but, but there's moose Yeah, and bear there's, moose. And bears, there's yeah.
0: meese like, this is this is a great note so i guess historically on broadway i always thought of laura benanti as the ingenue mm. and you're playing a villain
6: yeah do you enjoy playing a villain more or less, or what's what's your vibe on that? I've played a lot of villains, actually. I mean, okay. I definitely was an ingenue for a while, although I always right. tried to bring some spunk to those characters, because especially in revivals, there's a definitely like, and then she swooned sort of vibe. <laughs> so I always tried to bring in some like, you know, feminist energy. But yeah, it's funny. Mostly on TV, I've played villains. I played ingenues and sort of leading ladies on Broadway. But you know, I was like Supergirl's evil aunt and supergirl. My character on younger is a total B word. Um, (laughs) you know, there's like I'm filming a movie right now with Jennifer Lawrence, no big deal. And my my character is very awful. Um, <laughs> I think on television, my cheekbones just read evil, you know, like my <laughs> Eastern European bones. And Melania, of course. You yes, Melania, Melania, of course, the definition of evil. <laughs> yes. um, so, yeah. So, yeah, I, I think playing a villain is really fun because within a villain – You know, I don't even think of them as villains because you have to be on your character's side. So within the context of that, you can find heartbreaking moments. And what I love about the way that this character has been written and reimagined is that we actually get to see the heart of her. She's not sort of just like Mm -hmm. a drunken person with a boa who hates children. We see like why she became who she became and we see her desire to change and be different.
3: You feel totally. yeah, you feel you feel for her through the whole show, yeah. You know? And even you root we, for he, her, yeah. Even we can't discuss the last episode because you know it's uh, <laughs> under wraps until after you've listened to this. But I think in the end, even I would Jess and Dave, you probably agree that she still sort of has a redeeming quality about her.
1: Yeah, you're rooting you're rooting for her to do the right thing.
6: Yeah, yeah. I, and yeah. that's my favorite part. Even like you know, not to talk about another show, but when I did Supergirl, that mm-hmm. was important to me too. That you saw the heart of her because it's not fun to just hate someone.
4: You know, I,
6: I think it's way more interesting to be like, oh, I hate you so much because you could be great. Yeah. Right. You know, right. Um, it's just more interesting and fun for the audience. So, but I really love the way this character has been written and it's been fun to play her. And I really appreciate you all allowing me to to bring my um, my dry wit. <laughs> <It's> so, fun. <laughs> it's so fun. My wit. Yeah.
3: yeah, listeners, you may not know, but uh, there was a lot of improvised lines that Laura brought to the, uh, the oh, show. Love. It was really great. And yeah. Dave and I would just go, yep, that's in.
6: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but you know? uh, but to be fair, most of it is what you did right and I would just say it. In my sort of classic, <laughs> I would read the B-word way, and, and I really do appreciate the moments where I was like, "Can I say that?" And you were like, "Yes." Um, so I do appreciate that. Well, uh, I
3: think I think we on that note, I think we should get into it. What do you Me think, Josh? Okay, yeah. okay, it. okay.
6: Best musical moment,
3: right? And I will say up front, Lori, you are allowed to pick yourself. Well, 100%. Yes. I mean, mm-hmm.
6: that's I think it's that goes without saying. Yes,
3: it's happened very a lot a lot of times on this
6: mm-hmm. show. Has it really?
3: Sometimes
1: people have picked themselves even when they weren't in the. Episodes. That's
6: true. Well, <laughs> to. Okay. Yeah. We'll name names later.
3: <laughs> well, mm-hmm. so uh, so what we're gonna do is play play some clips from some of the music in the show. And uh, and Laura's gonna pick her favorite one. So uh, here is a clip from the classic tomorrow.
6: Good. You know what I love about these young people <laughs> <laughs> is everybody's got like a like a slow vibrato now. Everybody's giving mm-hmm. you like a, ah. it's right. like a very slow <laughs> Ella Fitzgerald E. But now, God, I wish I could do it.
3: That was a hard one to rearrange because it's yes. so well known that in the totally. end, um, Dave Malloy and I. That was one that we stuck a little closer to the script on just because it's just hard. Yeah, to but you
6: swung it in a way that is so cool. Your arrangements are oh, insane. Thank you. I, I have cried on more than one occasion in the studio. <laughs> I think we all know that's true. Um, they're just so beautiful and right. such a fresh take. So, okay, that's
3: going to be hard to beat. Thank you. Okay, well, that uh, for listeners, that comes in episode 101 if you haven't mm-hmm. listened. So we're going to go to episode 109 now. And okay. this, uh, you know, I'm just going to put a plug in. This might possibly 101 my 101 means
0: episode one, by the way. Oh, I'm yes. So- Oh yes, gosh! Yes. I'm
3: talking in I'm, I'm sorry. Talking in media speech. Of I'm course, sorry. people know
6: right. that, right? Exactly. Is there <laughs> anyone who's
3: like, what could that possibly mean? <laughs> exactly. There's a hundred episodes I didn't listen <laughs> to.
6: What <laughs> episode?
1: Oh,
3: that's true. Okay. So never we're going to move yeah. to episode nine. Okay. There you go. For one of my personal uh, favorites, yes. this one was really crazily imagined from the original. So here it is, little girls. Okay.
5: slipped through the cracks and now I'm stuck with the scraps and I can't seem to find my way back home get me out get me out of here I'm ready for stardom after all these years I'm done I want to be someone in this world, I want to be someone in this world, I want to be someone in this world.
6: So beautiful. Love. Oh love. It's I mean that arrangement is gorgeous and also listening to my own self is <laughs> is torturous to me. Oh. It's
3: oh. torturous.
0: Well we can listen to you all day. Yeah. When exactly. I love
3: I get the chills when you go Done <laughs> yeah. like, yes. I feel like the only thing we're missing is you knocking a vase. Off. <gasps> That's what I was yes.
0: crying for real.
6: That's yep. what I was crying wow. for real. Sometimes when I'm with my daughter in the car, she's really into um, musicals now, thank God. Um, yes. And she will, <laughs> we are, we've are we been listening. Am I allowed to talk about other shows? Am I allowed to do that? Yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> we've been listening to Into the Woods mm-hmm. and oh. um, <laughs> we watched the original Bernadette one and she's, she's obsessed with it. She will not stop watching it. And so she's like, I want to listen to Into the Woods. And I'm like, do you want Mommies or do you want Bernadette's? (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, I want yours, but I don't want to listen to your songs. (laughs) And I asked her why. And her response was, because it sounds like you're crying. (gasps) Which I think is like, it's emotional for her. It's like evocative for her. Yeah,
1: hearing mom in distress. Yeah, Yeah. and
6: I remember that. My mom is a singer. Yeah. Um, and a performer. And we'll I remember later. being a little girl and hearing her sing and being like, I'm feeling so many feelings. I need them to stop. Yeah. <laughs> wow. um, but yeah, it's like so too
1: intimate or something,
3: It's right? too yeah.
6: intimate. So both yeah. me and my child hate listening to my voice.
3: Oh, hilarious. <laughs> hilarious. Uh, well, which one do we have? We got uh, Maybe from episode
6: seven. Oh, my God. I've heard this one and I can't wait to hear it again. <laughs> it's the best opening of musical theater, it's I think. so gorgeous. Here we go.
5: See, he reads, betcha she sews. Maybe she's made me a closet of clothes Maybe they're strict, as straight as a line Don't really care, as long as they're mine So maybe now this prayer Is the last one of its kind. You please come get your baby,
6: baby. Can I ask a question? Sure. Are those all her voice layered on individual tracks or is it that thing you can sing into that, what is it called? Is it a harmonium or something?
3: Yeah, no, so it is, it's, so it's her, this mm-hmm. is Haley Klinkhammer who yeah. did all the voices for, um.
4: Singing, singing voice voices for, for Annie. Annie.
3: Uh, it's her doing the main line and she's doing some background parts, and the other background part uh, is um, the same singer that we used from Ireland. Oh, Remember who yeah. did your, your guide track? Yes, yeah. so she's, she's so good. Yeah, so she's doing all the harmonies and stuff. Oh, wow. Cool. Yeah. So beautiful. Yeah, it's a fun one.
6: All right, I still have a favorite.
3: All right, <laughs> all right, <laughs> we're gonna move on. We're gonna move on to Beyond the Sea, which is episode seventeen. This might be my. This favorite. This is one of my
6: favorites. Oh no! Am yeah. I like, do? Am I featured in this? You are in this. You
3: are Jeez, only right? half stealing oh, my singing,
6: girding my loins.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Here we go.
5: Let's take it home. Sweet. Speaking
3: of Bernadette Peters, that was the inspiration behind that arrangement. Yeah. So, you know, when, well, when her and Steve Martin sing in the the jerk, Mm -hmm.
4: and and he does that
3: great line, you know, if I could go up through that trumpet and through all the valves and go up through the thing (laughs) and I would kiss you on the lips. Yes. They do that amazing duet. And that was when we first sat down to do this. I said, I want to do it like that. I want to have that feel. Yeah.
6: I love it. Mission accomplished. Mission accomplished.
3: (laughs) Mission accomplished. Yeah. Okay, I think I'm going to like it here, 122. Uh, no, oh, get, sorry. Ready for this.
1: get ready for this one. All this right. is
3: the end. So this has Alan Ruck, Annie singing, and this is Annie shutting down Drake. So this is a little more in-scene music.
4: We've never had a little break.
5: glad to
6: Right, there's a clear winner for me. <laughs> I like that very much, and also that I know was a, I know
3: my choice. That's a fun one. It's um, very good. Hats off to Jennifer Rocamp, who's amazing, does amazing orchestrations. So that's that beautiful. Was, yeah. These the strings on all this stuff. Yeah. I'm yeah and I'm very not, into and not real strings. No, I I, amazing, I imagined,
6: right? but it really sounds like it.
3: Yeah, it's amazing. There's only a few people that can do it like that. Yeah, and Jennifer is one of them. Anything but you.
0: Oh,
6: there's more. Yeah, there's <laughs> a couple oh more. yeah, there's there's oh. a couple more. Yeah, okay. We haven't even gotten to Easy Street. Oh my gosh.
4: Are you kidding me? (laughs) Oh my gosh.
3: Uh, Anything, right?
5: I'm poor as a mouse.
4: (laughs) I'm richer than my desk. But nothing on earth could ever divide us and if tomorrow
3: Reddick, ladies yeah. and gentlemen.
6: So good. Wait, who played the piano?
3: Oh, that's Jim Riddle, a very famous New York piano player who I've played in his band for He's probably like right. 10 years. Right. I mean, wow. him and I have played so much music together, and he is just one of the greatest piano players
6: Yes. To live. I sit Sunning. at
3: gigs. I sit behind him. Yeah. And I take my hands off my bass and I stop playing and I just watch him. Whoa. <laughs> and I, I stop go, doing and I go, my job and I, go, and I, go, and I just become yeah, an I audience go, member. I go, why am I here? Right. <laughs> no, I often ask that about you.
6: <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, but I know. He's amazing. All right. Well, okay, okay. We have we have a competition now. Yeah.
3: And there's still four to there's go. There's still four to go. These are quick. These are quick. All uh, right. Nine to five. Nine to five. Classic episode 12.
5: Out on the street. The in.
3: All right, wow. so that one mm-hmm. is pretty. Ooh. That one is really hard to do because that tune is just so, so perfect. The yeah, way it is. yeah, yeah. It's really hard. Yeah, uh, but you
6: made it super modern.
3: Yeah, tried to try to sort of mess it up a little bit. So rule, great. everybody wants to rule the world. all, have gorgeous all right, voices.
6: So Wait, can I hear more of that? He's, his voice is amazing. I was listen really, to a, really an amazing. entire album of him. I know. Am it's, I allowed to listen to more of that?
3: I can send you the track. Yeah. No, but I mean know. for
6: the competition purposes. Oh, for that—that's all. I got to listen. <laughs> that's
3: that's all I had. That's all I had. Yeah, that's the clip that's we just, made. I yeah. I just and, have
6: to say, then it's not an apples to apples situation because <laughs> some of these were <laughs> that longer, and
3: true. I got to hear more of the arrangements. That's true. So, so it's true, Chris. Chris is putting his yeah, thumb yeah. on the scale. Well, I the thing is, is the ballads yeah. take a while to sort of resolve themselves. So, you know.
7: Hi, I'm Landon Woodson, and I host an episode of Who's Amazing Life, a wondery podcast for kids and families. In The Plant Doctor, you've always loved plants. But when you leave home in search of new opportunities, you discover that your passion for bulbs and blooms can help others and maybe even change the world. Listen to the Plant Doctor and other incredible stories from Who's Amazing Life on Amazon Music or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Chris, didn't your daughter say that she yeah, likes that version better. My daughter had no idea there Tears was an original one. I
3: played her the original. She's like, "What? Yes. Can you just put yours on?"
6: Yeah. I mean, it's awesome. <gasps> I, <was> like, <laughs> I frankly would love to hear more of it, but clearly that is not possible. So. <laughs> uh, well,
3: here's here's another. One. I love this version. So this is just Haley and her guitar singing "Hard Knock." Does
6: she play it? Yes, she uh, plays <gasps> the guitar too. What?
5: It's a hard knock life for us. It's the hard knock life for us. Instead of treating, we get tricked. Instead of kisses, we get kicked. It's a hard knock life. Got no folks to speak of, so it's the hard knock. Woe, we hold Cotton blankets, instead of wool, empty belly.
6: I'm obsessed with her. Also, that is hard. She's not yes. in a key that is like, oh, this just yeah, is nah, like easy.
3: No. Nah. Yeah. So that is double track. So she's playing she's playing uh, guitar along with herself, but then she's also I got her to do a thing on the guitar where she's like,
6: "Yes, I heard that."
3: You know, kind That's of. so thing. cool, dude.
1: And we discovered her, maybe we'll talk about it. this in, in an earlier segment of this, but um we discovered her because she had done a version of Tomorrow on YouTube. And just in is searching really around for various, yeah, no she idea. had done an amazing, just acoustic version of, she does a lot of cover stuff on her YouTube page. Yeah. And then Chris reached out to her. And, and, Wait, and, how yeah, old she's is amazing. she?
3: She is, I would say now I'm guessing 25 maybe. Oh my gosh. Something like that. But she has videos on YouTube from when she was like young Aww. singing. 25 yeah. Yeah, is yeah, young. Yeah, like 16. Yeah, it Chris. is Chris. Um, <laughs> well, this is the last one. Easy street. Right, here we go. All right.
5: down there listening how can I follow your sweet advice to easy street easy
6: the fun psychotic <laughs> <laughs> how do guys so how do I not choose my mom you just put me in a terrible situation Br- right before yeah, the yeah, holidays that's <laughs>
3: listeners don't if, if, if listeners don't know that's Laura's actual mom singing her scene.
6: actual mom yeah. her yeah. I don't know why I'm
1: Broadway speaking Broadway star yeah. in the 80s right
6: <laughs> her Meta- real, real mom, <laughs> mom. So, uh,
3: so Laura well, well you know oh so it's uh, I'm
6: gonna I know my I know my order okay I gotta go hard knock life number one I'm oh. just too blown away by it. I'm oh. sorry. I'm sorry. Sleeper. I like it. I know. It. I just, I'm so, I'm just so impressed by it. Nice. Easy street, just so I get presents at Christmas.
4: <laughs> nice. Um,
6: then I love tomorrow. Nice. I honestly Agreed. didn't hear enough of everybody wants to rule the world, so I don't know. <laughs> Same with 95. That was not given a fair chance. That's but true. I'm gonna go one, two, three. Okay. But honestly, I love them all, and I'm not just saying that. Right. I think they're all so brilliantly reimagined and performed, and the mm-hmm. music is so gorgeous. Thank I you. it is a risk to take on a show like this. And you guys really nailed it. Thank you, you really did.
3: Well, I'm yeah. not just saying yeah. that because the key is I is it. that that I was I'm more of a <laughs> jazz musician, not much of a Broadway musician, although I have right. played in pits, like Broadway pits for a long time. But I just I don't I uh I don't have that touchstone as much. So when I sit down to do it and when Dave and I would sit down to do it, he's the same way. It's like, all we know is sort of like our <laughs> our rock and jazz. But that's roots, good. Because you know? I
6: think you're able to keep the integrity of it and right. you clearly have a respect for it. Mm-hmm. But then you get to bring it into the world that you are an expert in, you know? Yeah. And, and the blend is just really awesome. As a person who loves Broadway and has done a lot of it, like it feels respectful for lack of a better word. Mm-hmm. And also- Really fresh and cool
3: and interesting, yeah, so works. I think that works perfectly. You got to keep what works best on every tune, totally. And then go from there, you know. Well, uh,
1: yeah, and tells a story, just like like great yeah. Broadway music does. Even when it, though totally. it's totally it's reimagined, it still has totally. mood and tone and story. Exactly, part totally. of it. exactly. Yeah,
0: yeah I, I like that you didn't try to like you you still respected the fact that like the music from Annie is yes. wonderful. Mm-hmm. Like you didn't just like Correct. rewrite the music. Yeah. You know, like you you mm-hmm. kept the yes. beauty in it. Big awesome. fan of that. Me too. You guys are, you guys are so
3: nice. <laughs> so Laura has one more category. This one will go a little, little faster. A little, yeah. okay. a little so faster. So what's the category? Jess, what's Set. the category? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. This is best Annie callback or Ooh. Easter egg. So I'm a big, big Annie fan, Laura. Yes, it seems I like you Sarah. are as well. So these are things that were plucked from the musical. Right. And best Annie
3: callback or Easter egg. And here we go. First one is Drake the Butler
8: live-streaming from the back of the Warbucks-mobile.
3: I thought your father told you not to call it that.
8: That's what he says. Only secretly, he kind of loves it. But okay, it's just an SUV powered by the driverless robotic automated kinetic environment, Drake. (laughs) Nice. (laughs)
3: Took us a long time to come up with that acronym.
8: Yeah. That's right. (laughs) That's good. That's
3: awesome. Uh, Tessie's Oh My Goodness.
5: Hello, my name is Tessie, and I'll be performing Oh My Goodness. Oh My Goodness.
3: Yes, we heard you.
5: No, 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 I. Uh, okay.
3: Yeah, that's Chris's. Wow, the, uh, oh, wow, wow, wow. Hold
6: on, I'm going to need whatever, some time to unpack that.
3: <laughs> that was,
6: <laughs> I need some time. Well, don't
3: let my acting blind you with the, uh, the no, sheer I'm greatness of No, I'm saying it was so it.
6: gorgeous that I am covered in chills, <laughs> and I need to recover.
1: Chris and I make a lot of appearances <laughs> do, as yeah. goons yeah. and uh, security say. officers. I, I, played, those
0: kinds of things. Um, I yeah. played a nurse yeah. in this show, and yep. I played oh, a reporter. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. pretty good rooms for me.
3: Yeah, we <laughs> do a lot of Hey you, come back here. Yeah. That's kind of our special. Uh, time. So the next one is Locket. It.
4: What? It's a broken locket. Exactly like mine.
0: hmm That was really popular when the Annie musical was on Broadway originally. It was very popular yes, to buy uh-huh. a locket in, in the if in the, the merch. Really I think Were that's some really wore? good merch.
3: She was not. She was not. No, no, <laughs> okay. I was not. You were born in
6: 1997? I know. That's offensive. (laughs) That's violence.
3: (laughs) Uh, Next one we have. That's the year I graduated
6: from high school. (laughs) I know.
0: Uh. I can't can't change it. I'm
6: sorry. (laughs) Uh, It it
1: was also popular, by the way, to run away from home and become an orphan for a while. Yeah, that was a big Uh, thing.
3: Let's see. Uh, Annie says she basically had one dress growing up.
8: I basically had one outfit most of my life, right? I love that. (laughs)
3: That's a good (laughs) That's cute. The red dress, we know it. Red. Uh, And then we have never fully dressed without a smile.
8: Because it seemed like you were getting ready to... Hey, hobo man, hey,
5: Dapper Dan, you've both got your style, but brother, you're never fully dressed without a smile.
3: (laughs) I like that one, too. Hennigan's mom.
6: My sainted mother... She told me and my brother over and over again that you don't get anywhere by following the rule book. Yeah. She just pulled that out. We, we literally started <laughs> totally. and we stopped and I was like, you have an accent? <laughs> yeah. And she was like, I guess so. <laughs> 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 it just came out. Love it.
1: Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, so we only know in the, in the musical, we just know it from the song right. Easy Street.
3: She, right. she says oh, it right. told us. Yep, yep. yep. So and the last one it. is Grace was supposed to bring home a boy. The beginning of the show. Oh, yeah.
9: When I decided to share my home with an orphan for Christmas, I sent Grace to find the right one. Only she went to the wrong orphanage. Didn't she? Oliver. She was supposed to bring home a boy.
0: Mm. I think that's... The most genius Easter egg. I just love that. That that's like that's such a little detail. It's such a cute little detail for the musical that y'all made into a, a, a really yeah. intense plot point. So yes. good. So good. We're
3: awesome. I agree. I'm scared.
6: We're awesome.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, well, Laura, what do you think? What's your favorite well, Annie call callback mm, or Easter egg?
6: There was something cheeky to me about making "Oh my goodness" the title of a song, and then mm. having her also <laughs> use it as a phrase. Right. So I really like that mm-hmm. on like a light happy level mm-hmm. but then I really do like bringing home a boy the way that you made it like weighted
3: mm-hmm.
6: can I tie mm-hmm. can I do a tie absolutely absolutely. alright they yeah. tie sure. for me sure yeah, can we I? split there the
3: trophy no in ways. half it's all good
6: okay great yeah see <laughs> yeah, get the saw out it's exactly. just like the exactly.
3: locket we split you, get, um, you know it's funny I didn't even know there was a song a real song called Oh My Goodness until Dave Dave is really in touch with like I
1: fives. didn't know that either culture, oh, his culture?
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. kind of my thing <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, uh <laughs> wait—is
3: it's the song "Oh My
6: Goodness" from Annie?
3: No, there's a there's a pop no, song. No, no, oh it's goodness. a it's a pop song. Oh, I, yeah. n- I never heard about it. I,
6: yeah. I actually right, didn't well, know I'm that. gonna Google it.
3: Well, Laura, thank you so much for thank coming you. and doing this, and also you were Seriously. just so fantastic so on fun. the show. I and know it's been great. It's been it's, <laughs> 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 it's been so great. Not only just like getting a chance to work with you, but also just getting to know you and just hanging Aww. out. It's just been absolutely so much fun, and you just. You just brought this show to life. So thank you. That
6: means so much to me. I've had such a good time with you guys. Thank you for putting up with my incessant stretching and complaining about my children. (laughs) (laughs) I literally be like, I just have to stand up and crack my neck. Or I'll be like, why won't they sleep? (laughs) So thank you. I really, it's been so much fun. It's been such a pleasure to be on. And I'm really proud to, to be a part of it. It's such a good show. It's awesome. Awesome! I really oh, mean it.
4: we
3: uh, to have I you. All. Right? Alrighty. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll let's we'll let Laura get out of here, and we'll move on to the next uh, category here. Bye. 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 So nice to meet you. Bye.
5: That's where we're gonna. That's where we're gonna. That's where we're gonna be. That's my girl.
0: All right. Next up, we have Oliver Warbucks himself. Wait, Oliver
3: Warbucks is here. He's here.
0: Yeah, Oliver
1: Warbucks is <laughs>
3: Are here. Are you serious? W-
1: with or without yeah. his entourage?
0: Uh, actually, <laughs> he's alone. It's Lance Reddick. Hi! Hey, hey, hey,
9: hey.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, no, I'm Oliver's
9: twin brother, but
3: <laughs> <laughs> that's next season. Yeah, <laughs> So excited to have you here and you did such an amazing job on the show this season. Just mm-hmm. so fantastic to work with you and have you on the show. It's just fantastic. It's awesome.
9: I got so excited about doing the show that I'm dying to do it as a TV show now. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. we're <laughs> open. That's right. right. Easily,
3: I think my favorite
0: sequences was uh, when you were yourself, when Tessie was quote unquote oh, playing yeah. <laughs> you. But
4: like, That's so much of fun course, it was
0: you recording. Like, yeah, yeah. My favorite was like, ooh, I got to do a little soft shoe. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> makes me laugh so yeah. much.
9: See, my favorite was it was having to say, "Oh my goodness," several, you know, over, yeah, over, yeah. Again. oh my goodness, oh my goodness so good. We talked to Laura before this, and
1: Laura grew up with the musical Annie. She wanted to be in it. She saw it 9,000 times.
9: You have so, kind of a di- different relationship to the show, Annie, right, Lance? <laughs> oh, yes. I've never seen it. <laughs> in You've any iteration. You've still never seen it. <laughs> I've still never seen it on, on, on stage. I've never seen the three movies. Oh, my gosh. I, or, 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 or I don't know how many movies there are. There are at least three, two of them.
3: I love it. This is, uh, the, this is the only Annie you know, which is fantastic. Yes. That's right. Yes, yeah. Yeah, we made oh it up. Oh, my gosh. Exactly. <laughs> it's true.
0: We made it up. We made up this thing called Annie. <laughs> um, but, I mean, you wouldn't know because right. you play the lovingly grouchiness of Oliver Warbucks so, so wonderfully. Yep. It's great. And also... You're a fantastic singer.
3: You got to sing. Well,
9: uh, to sing. I sing. <laughs>
4: <laughs> How fantastic
9: I is am. I, I guess
3: I'll uh, let people be the judge, judge of that.
4: Oh,
9: it, <laughs> it was sounds great. it sounds great. so
3: fantastic, man! It was so much fun. That was just such There's a some good tight time. harmonies too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we have in the notes here, uh, Lance. Uh, we, as we all know, you are a veteran of quite a few action movies. Uh, John John Wick Wick, being one of them John Wick yes so we thought what better person to have on to pick the best action sequence from season one of tomorrow
9: man I'm so glad that Donnie Yen is is less local
3: (laughs) 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 okay lay them on me okay here we go you ready alright <laughs> right, this is the first you one you get to choose you get to choose right okay and there can there can be ties You can, it's just, there's no rules we make them up as we go that's right most people there vote for themselves yeah yes. so you, you you're allowed, to, can vote, you're for you're for allowed to vote for yourself yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so here we go best action sequence this is uh, when Warbucks plane goes down in episode 14
9: what's happening I don't know we seem to be off course and the plane is listen Annie I need to tell you something ...about this mission overseas, about where I've been. It involves you. Me? Yes. In case I don't make it through, if something happens to me...
5: What, what are you talking about?
9: Trust no one. What? I don't want to say too much before I have all the details, but I believe this person means to do us harm. Annie? Annie, can you hear me? Annie, are you there? Drake, what's happening? The call was dropped, Mr. Warbucks. I know that. What's happening to the jet? Why are we off course? I'm sorry, I can't control it. What do you mean? Is something wrong with your system? Something... someone... is changing... my commands. You've been hacked. Switch to manual control. I'll fly the jet. It's too late. Apologies, Mr. Warbucks, for what's about to happen. What are you talking about? What's about to happen? In five seconds, I'm going to depressurize the cabin. What? Once that happens, your oxygen supply will be depleted until you go unconscious. Are you going to let me die, Drake? I don't want to. I 3 Drake, do two, not do this. I'm ordering you. One. Do not uh, uh, Any?
4: It's wow. so scary. Pretty scary. <laughs> pretty scary. Wow.
1: Man.
0: Yikes. <laughs> There's a
1: lot going on there. And that's the Chicken. reverse side of the phone call that we hear early yeah. from Annie's It's actually episode 40. For
0: I yep.
3: know. I read it wrong. Yeah. I'm, I'm having episode trouble with the episode 40. numbers this, uh, this, this round. So episode in 40. There.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, we should point out, by the way, that none of the actors on this show were ever in the room together.
3: Everybody recorded Which is so separately.
0: bonkers because it sounds like, like I mean, these are such amazing actors that y'all sound like you're acting with each other. Like, it's it's great.
3: Must have got a really good editor on this show. Yeah, probably. Uh, Let's see. (laughs) Annie and the orphans in a runaway Drake car.
8: Whoa! Drake, you know I hate to be a backseat driver, but you're going awfully fast there, buddy.
3: I'm afraid you're mistaken, Annie. I always drive the speed limit. I'm carrying precious cargo after all.
5: Oh, my goodness, uh, I, I think I'm gonna be sick! Uh, and he's headed into Central Park! Oh, Drake, uh, stop! You might hurt someone! Whoa! Yeah! Us! Uh, uh, look out! Hot dog guard! Uh, 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 hey, you He's going off uh, the road! He's going off uh, the road, uh, road. Warm-up! Drake, please stay on the... Uh. I'm not too so worried about the law right now! Except maybe the law of physics! Wait! What is wrong with you?
3: Nothing at all, Eddie. I'm driving at a perfectly safe speed. Sit back and enjoy the ride.
4: No!
8: Oh, so enjoyable! We gotta do something before someone gets killed! Again! You're unbuckling? Why are you unbuckling?
5: And try to take over the controls. Annie, I'm not sure that's a good idea.
8: I just need to figure out what's going on with. Annie! Watch out! Annie! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Wow. I can't
0: wait for uh, our ride when we franchise this into an amusement park. Yeah, that's
9: right. True. That's yeah. a good one. <laughs> this would be a really good ride. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. NDA, everybody. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. No <laughs> vehicle is safe
3: on this show. <laughs> Next is the yacht crash. It's kind of another, it's just another crash. Oh, yeah. This, plane, crash. Trains and automobiles. Yeah, this time it's on a boat. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Here we go.
9: Captain, why are we moving? Captain, Andre, we're headed straight for shore.
5: Full speed ahead. What's happening? Captain, full reverse. We're going to hit the rocks. Captain, we're going to crash. Turn the boat. Annie, Pepper, don't move.
4: There you, <laughs> there you go there. You go. I yeah. forgot how many crashes there are. On this there
1: show. really are. Yeah.
4: <laughs>
3: wow. This.
4: <laughs>
0: yeah. Pretty intense. You
3: can hear the fabulous acting of Dave in the background playing um, all playing of the
1: scared crewmen.
3: Scared crewmen, right? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Dave and I and Jess too. We play. We play all the background. The goons and the people <laughs> that are just sort of yep. like, go get him. Yeah.
0: There he went. There he is. I have a line. It's it's either fifty or fifty one where I say, Warbucks, are you going to fight this?
4: <laughs>
3: We're the
1: exposition police. Exactly,
3: exactly. And then we've got some more Lance here as Warbucks escapes from prison. Oh, this is a fun one. Yeah. Open the door.
8: Is it working?
4: I understand.
8: Yes. You did it, Dad. Go.
9: Droid. Over open the next door, now! Opening door. One more coming, open the gates. Opening exterior gate. Go, go, go! Oh, where is are jungle. Where is this place? What's that?
8: Drones, Dad. they're coming for
5: you.
3: so good you really sound like you're running it's so great (laughs) and then we get to dive (laughs) into the waterfall after that That's crazy (laughs) yeah then you dive off the waterfall Um, well did I I didn't remember that yeah you did yeah you did did.
0: it was it was really good we got the swim coach in there
3: yeah yeah You to the classic uh, audio drama where you jump off the waterfall and go ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. dude, dude, I, I
9: don't know, I don't know if I said this when, I, when we recorded, but when I, when I hear that, I, I immediately think of Butch Cassidy to the Sundance Kid. Oh that's yeah. Saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's like, "What well, do we got to jump." He says, "No, what? what? We, we got to jump." He says, "I can't swim." And Paul Newman starts laughing. He's like, yeah, it. he says so oh, you it. can't swim. The <laughs> fall will probably kill you." <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> We've sort of widened the definition of action, but we had to include this we one. We had to yet.
3: include this we one. We okay. okay. Yeah, here, this is the last one, and it's just great. And
6: Presenting Oliver Warbucks. It's a video of Warbucks, so... It's not a video. Show her, Tessie.
9: Hello, Ms. Hedigan. Scaring the kids today?
5: <gasps> when you move, he moves. And
3: when, and when I talk... talk he, he talks. talks
8: virtual warbucks.
3: I built the deep fake software using archival videos.
8: It takes the act to a new level. Now when people talk to him, they can see him too.
9: Hey, hey look, look at me! At me. Watch, Watch me dance. dance.
8: Ooh,
9: <laughs> oh, didn't know I could do a soft shoe, did you? <laughs> okay, that's just <laughs>
4: that's pretty funny.
9: That's my favorite.
4: <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so,
9: oh, the things you forget.
3: Exactly. <laughs> um, so out of those, what is your favorite action sequence, Lance?
9: Wow. Well, this is tough. I mean, I love the escape, but when it comes to action, I think I'm a vehicle person. I got so it's, it's either the boat or the... I was going to say the car, but then uh, at the end of the boat sequence, when the three of them were screaming almost in harmony, Ahh, ahhh,
1: ahhh.
9: <laughs> and it just went on forever, like, that's got to be it. So, yeah, the, the, the boat crash.
3: Excellent! Amazing! The yacht's gonna crash. Well, that.
9: That scene is my favorite for of all time. But as far as action scenes go, I think the best. Yes, yes, yes. That's amazing.
0: You have to draw the line.
3: That's amazing. Well, Lance, you did such a great job on this this season. It's just just such a pleasure. Really, really a lot of fun. And I'm so happy we got to get you to sing too. It was just such a such a good time for me to work on that song with you and stuff. So really, really fantastic.
9: Oh, it was my pleasure. It's been great. It's been a great time. At some point, if you're going to,
1: it's a Friday night and you got nothing to do and you decide to pull up Annie on Netflix or something.
0: You should watch the old one. Yeah. And you say, ah, I
1: did it better. Yeah.
0: From like the, <laughs> is, is,
1: is the older one's from the 70s, is it? Uh, 1982, I with think. That's the Albert Robert Finney
0: 1982. one. 1982, yeah. That's
9: the Albert okay, Finney okay. one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was Albert Finney. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Carol Burnett, Bernadette Peters, Burnett, yep. Tim Curry.
1: Oh, my gosh.
9: Oh, my gosh. gosh. Okay, I'll watch that one. I mean, I, yeah. have to, I have to say that Kathy Bates is one of my idols. So,
1: yes, Kathy Bates also great. And Taraji P. Henson. Taraji
9: <laughs> P. Henson <laughs> yeah. just did it.
0: I know. You'll just have to watch them all.
9: Okay, well, let me start with Bernadette Peters
3: and Carol Burnett. <laughs>
4: mm-hmm. 100%.
3: it's awesome. Well, thanks, Lance. Thank you, Lance. Thank you so Thank much you for so doing much. Thank you so much. Thank you. Guys, Lance Reddick, how awesome was that? Seriously. Greatest. Very, so very happy. So good. Yeah, well, we didn't really get a chance to talk to him about his duet, though. I was sort of afraid to, like...
0: I know! I got to be in the, in the studio when he was recording that, and he is so good. And those harmonies are really tight, but he got it. He's, they are. he's so talented.
3: Very tight harmonies. Not just an
0: action star. No. Nope. But! What? We have Warbucks, but next up, we get to talk to the star of the show. What? The titular character of the musical. Wait a
3: second, Abby Grace is here?
0: That's right (laughs) She's been waiting this whole time She listened to all of the rest of the stuff Oh my god! (laughs) That was
3: very nice of
1: her
0: Abby thanks for hanging Yeah yeah, it was only a two hour record
3: You've been hanging on for a long time (laughs) Hello (laughs) Abby Grace
8: Hello Wait that doesn't That doesn't totally sound like Annie Wait say hello again Say hello again Hello everybody Oh Oh, Wait Wait a second I can't
1: help but notice That you sound a little different in person Than when you
3: are playing Annie
8: I'm British (laughs) What?
3: <laughs> I had no idea.
0: <laughs> okay, so your American accent is absolutely perfect. Thank you. You're a trained actor. You, yes, I am. Ha- so how long have you been able to do the American
8: accent? Um, well, I lived in London up until the age of like 11-12, and then I moved to America, and I'm surrounded by Americans. True, So true. I kind of just did it by my ear <laughs> and picked up on how people talk, and when I was little, at the age of like 7, I had a Spanish I mean, a Scottish-Spanish teacher. And oh. she would be like, hello, it's Miss Gory here. Today we're going to be talking about... And so I kind of just like wow. pick up on different that's accents. That's very
4: impressive.
1: Wow. <laughs> and,
8: uh, <laughs> wow, that is really good. So yeah, I love doing accents and voice work, obviously. So that's how I kind of got into it. I just do loads of accents around the house.
3: Can you can you do impressions?
8: I can do impressions. Well, what impressions you, do you got? What do us a good one. Um, okay, I can do Dora. Do oh. on do it, do it. Do it. <laughs> Hola, soy Dora. ¿Cómo te llamas, Boots? (laughs) Wait.
1: (laughs) That's really good. (laughs) Thanks.
8: I'm calling Nickelodeon. You should be one of the backup voices. That's bonkers. I can also do a cool one. I can make it sound like a baby's crying. You ready? Yeah, ready.
0: Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I dislike that a lot.
1: Yeah, exactly. That brings back terrible memories. I
0: don't like that, uh, but it's very impressive. Well, you're you're also like a musical theater actor as yes. well.
8: Have you ever played Annie? I have. I've been in the show seven times. Oh my god! Oh Annie, know that I was Annie five times. Molly was actually my first role I ever did. I'm oh, in London, Oh, so my gosh. It's, it's a close show to my heart, <laughs> oh, I love my being a part of
1: it. When you did it in London, was everybody doing it with American accents?
8: <laughs> yeah, it was tragic. It's, <laughs> not, it's not <laughs> Something, something you want to see. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I can't do a British accent for the life of me, so... I bet you I... could.
8: Say banana. Ready? Banana. 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 That's good! Banana. Okay, see? okay.
0: Mm-hmm. I think I usually just go right to Cockney. Um... <laughs> Of
5: people
3: do. <laughs> but, anyway, but anyway, what would you think about yeah, this version of goes to
1: Dick Van Dyke <laughs> <It's> and Mary <laughs> Poppins. Yeah, exactly.
8: Yeah. I'm in college and I'm meeting so many different people and they all try to do my accent. And the go-to one that I've come to is... Hi, reporter, can I have some water, please?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Shine your, your the boots, scoop Governor. i right <laughs> <Yeah. Yeah.
8: laughs> <laughs> Extra, extra.
3: <laughs> so, Abby Grace, so what did you think about this version of, well, it's not even a version of it. it's so much different. The modern, the the modern, modern adaptation. adaptation. Yeah, the modern yeah. adaptation.
8: I loved it. It kept it fresh. And every time, like, I would be reading the script before we would. Um, be in the studio I was like oh my god what, what happens next like it just it keeps on taking different turns that you never thought it would and I think it's so interesting for people to see these beloved characters have like a different spin and go through a different journey than we're used to Um, so I loved it that's great you've played Annie so many times you have her close to your
0: heart I'm sure you've done I mean this like sincerely like lots of character work how do you feel about playing the character of Annie like do you feel Similar to her, not similar to her. You know what I mean? Like,
8: I feel and pretty similar to <laughs> She's pretty stubborn. She, so I, I relate to her on that one. I think it's interesting in all the different productions I've done. Obviously, in the musical version, she has very different objectives and tactics to get what she wants. And I think in this version, I had to kind of dig deeper. And she obviously wants to find her dad, but it's, it's more than that now because she actually has things worth losing. She has so many layers to her because she's mm-hmm. very stubborn. She gets what she wants. She's also the most loyal person you'll meet. She's warm. She's funny. She's goofy. She's naive. But she's so determined. And I just, I don't know. I, th- I would relate to her, I think. That's great. And, and
3: now she's 15. She's 15. Yeah, <laughs> no. exactly. She's
8: old. Yeah. Now she's aging.
1: <laughs> so when we started making the show, we were recording in your house.
8: Yep. Oh, wow.
1: And where have you been recording the last few times?
8: So we started out in my brother's closet, and then (laughs) I transferred, I moved to Indiana, so brought my mic with me, but then as you can hear in my dorm, you can hear the air con, so I went to this place (laughs) called Fresh Farm Studios, it's like a 20-minute Uber drive, not bad at all, and then they're really, really nice there, great guys, and then just recorded (laughs) it there.
1: Yep, so you started college in the middle of making this show.
8: I did. Mm-hmm. Just that wow.
3: <laughs> Nice Well we have uh, I don't know if you know How this works Abby Grace But we uh, You know we have A bunch of categories From the show We're gonna play you some clips And you get to pick Your favorite Of all the clips And then That's it Your your word is Is the ultimate word Is yeah. law Yeah That means. lot of pressure It is it's a, ton, <laughs> it's a ton of pressure But don't worry We'll talk you through it
1: And you can vote for a category That you're in <laughs> you give mm-hmm. yourself
0: an You're allowed to give yourself An award Yep mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> so, uh, so Jess Do you want to introduce The Abby Grace's category
0: Absolutely This is the biggest
3: twist. Ooh, Ooh okay. okay. Yes. It's
0: kind of a category for Dave in that way, I guess, you know? Right.
3: It's <laughs> a bit he of a he kinda yeah, wrote sorry. it. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Someone leaves a second locket in the cemetery.
8: Whoever that was got something stuck on the top of the fence. Is that a gold chain? Here, I'll grab it.
3: looking
4: exactly like mine Mm. Mm -hmm.
3: Mm Chrissy Pretty Um, (laughs) Chrissy Next one is Miss Hannigan arrives at the orphanage What's that? Someone
8: else is here Like at the cemetery What? Are they listening? Did they hear what you said? Hello? Is someone there?
6: Nobody here but us ghosts Miss Hannigan. Thanks for remembering, Red. What are you doing here? As you might recall, Pepper, this orphanage used to be my home.
8: Yeah? Well, now it's mine, and you're trespassing.
6: I assume you're paying rent and utilities. You want to start,
5: Hanny? I'm not a
6: little kid anymore.
5: Pepper. <clears throat> Let me go, Tessie. Should we talk about what I walked in on?
8: It's not polite to eavesdrop, Miss Hannigan.
6: You know what else isn't polite, Molly? Lying. Isn't that right, Annie? I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, Miss Hannigan, we're just a bunch of friends catching up. Come on now, girls. You don't have to be secretive around your old pal, Miss Hannigan. I heard what you said.
8: Awfully big secret to be keeping, Annie. There's no secret. My dad's been delayed. That's all. Not what it sounded like to me. Why don't you just crawl back under
5: your rock, Hannigan? Haven't you hurt Annie enough? I hurt Annie.
6: Did your friends tell you what happened at the party?
8: I'm sorry you fell in the cake. So, Sandy. Save it.
6: Just another humiliation in a long series of them.
8: I told you, I don't have any beef with you
6: anymore. Nice of you to say, but you sure did have some bad luck tonight. Because the one person who knows you're lying about Daddy Warbucks has spent the last five years dreaming of
3: revenge. <laughs> well, that takes us to a potential for people who aren't that far along in this in the series. Listen, I gave the warning. I there know, will yep. be spoilers. You're right. Yes, we're spoiling everything <laughs> except the
1: last episode.
3: Yeah, exactly. Yep. So this one's called spoiler alert. Warbucks is alive.
2: Comparing the scratches and scuff marks on both, there's a 99.998% probability that these lockets are identical.
7: The
6: same locket? I don't understand. What is this locket?
8: It's the other one. The one I found in the cemetery. My dad took it with him the day of the party. He seemed pretty interested in it. But if your dad had that with him when he got on the plane... And the locket somehow made it off the plane, then maybe...
3: He did too. <laughs> yeah. Roof, scrabby, scrooby doo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was thinking more of Swedish chef. Um, but uh, what should we call it? I, I legit thought that he was dead. So did minutes. I. Because I, really? I, mm. I wasn't on the writing side of this, of this show and I listened to it all very recently. And I, I oh, straight up. Yeah, I thought it was dead, dead. Huh. <laughs> And I was That'd like, be, what be, an really twist. be really that, terrible.
3: That'd be really yeah. terrible.
0: Well, y'all made it really convincing. Have we Please ever ki- other
3: uh, uh, other than Doctor Whittier? I was going to say Doctor Whittier. Yeah, who we <laughs> killed? Very, very. Uh, we gave him, you know, the most noble—not not noble, but uh, yeah, <laughs> not noble. Gentle? No, not even gentle. What's the word I'm looking for, Dave? Uh, non-violent? Were, no, it was yeah. still violent. It was
0: still violent. <laughs> um, That's from our show six minutes. Anyways, Happy we've Chris. we've only <laughs>
3: ever we've only ever killed one person.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well Drake Drake kinda dies on the
3: show, but oh, then he Drake comes, dies. He comes Drake back. Drake dies on the show, but he, he comes back. back. But he's a computer.
0: Yeah, I straight yeah. up thought Warbucks was not alive. So good work. Mm-hmm. Good twist. Thank
3: thank you. <laughs> and here's another one. Adam oh. is the bad guy. Oh. Technically, this is Drake
7: 2.0. I cloned the Drake program so that I'd have one of my very own. But we're good buddies, aren't we?
1: If you say so, sir.
7: Sir? It's a show of respect he's helped me with so much. Just like he's helped you. How has he helped me? Well, for starters, he's kind of the reason you got out of prison. What are you talking about? Do you remember that letter Annie Warbucks wrote to the parole board on your behalf?
6: What about it?
7: Drake? Can we hear it read back in our dear, sweet Annie's voice? Initiating
9: voice synthesis.
8: Annie Bennett Warbucks, hold no ill will towards Miss Hannigan. My father,
9: you were my
5: guardian I angel. Why? And I, hope
7: I thought you'd started. be a good distraction while I set my trap for Warbucks. Same reason I scored you an invite to Annie's Gotcha Day party.
6: Wait, the invitation I found in that coat. You put it there?
7: That one took a little coordination, but. Yep. Sometimes you just want to light a match and watch it burn. Of course, I wasn't counting on the whole... you walking in on Annie and her pals and the orphanage of it all. Adam! I can tell you've got something on your mind. Go ahead, Axe. Ask me what you really want to know. Did you
6: cause Oliver Warbucks' plane to go down that night?
7: I think you already know the answer to that
3: question.
5: (sighs) Uh, Act! (laughs)
3: Abby Grace, what did you think when you first uh, heard uh, Adam, how bad he was? I mean, he's he's pretty scary in this show. Yeah, did you
8: know from the top that he was going to be, like, did you know that business from the top? I didn't know from the top, but when I did find out, I honestly felt betrayed. (laughs) (laughs) He should. Yeah.
3: Uh, Well, we got got one more here, which is uh, Adam
8: is Annie's brother. Spoiler. What were you looking for that day?
9: I was looking for your brother.
8: Well, then I guess we found him. Didn't we, Adam? Yeah, Annie.
7: I guess you did.
8: You're my brother.
7: Not just your brother. Congratulations! We're twins!
8: Twins? Then the woman in the hospital...
7: Just a random coma patient. A prop,
9: really.
8: That's... How long have you known about us?
9: Long enough to plot this entire disgusting scheme to trick me into hiring him.
8: Why? Why go through all of this instead of just telling me?
9: You wouldn't understand. It's because I chose her, right? Because Annie got to come live with me and you didn't.
3: Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's probably why. A twist. <laughs> that's a twist. That's a twist. Well, it's pretty good. Yeah. Well, Abby Grace, you get to pick your favorite twist out of the entire show.
8: I'm in between that Warbucks is actually alive and that Adam is my brother.
3: Mm.
8: <laughs> but I'm gonna have to go with Warbucks is alive. Ah. I think that's the biggest twist.
3: Especially since Jess thought since Jess thought I he did. was dead. Right?
8: I really did. I was like, <laughs> yeah. wow, JZM. Exactly. That. Exactly. So I think I think that he's alive is the biggest twist because. We're, we're told to believe that like, he's dead the whole time. And I think it's heartwarming and it's what we all wanted. So I think that's the biggest twist to me. Right. It's giving the audience hope again. Exactly.
3: Right. And he's imagined throughout the rest, a lot of the, a lot of the episodes. Yeah, you used. could believe that he's a
1: ghost in those scenes. Yeah. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Has my vote? Y'all, that graveyard scene, I'll never forgive y'all for that. When the she's in the graveyard scene. and being like, Hey, be friends with my dad. Yeah, nope. Yeah. Uh, Never forgiving y'all for parents.
1: that. That's a brutal one. No yes. sir. No yes. sir. <laughs> I'm writing a
0: formal complaint. <laughs> what do you think that award goes to? Maybe Allen. Maybe maybe Drake.
1: I think it goes to Lance. It goes to, he's to Lance. Yeah. Okay,
0: Lance. <laughs> Building. Good job. You won. <laughs> exactly.
1: Yeah. It's a, it looks like a tombstone.
0: <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> Okay, okay. And then we have this category which seems like a just a general discussion, which I like it. Yep. I like no it. No clips,
3: no clips, just discussing. No
0: clips, just okay. just conversation. Questions to answer in the finale. All right, Dave, do you want to take these away?
3: No, this is where we're we're not giving any spoilers here. This is where we're just nope. going to answer. This nope. is where just, the, this is a spoiler-free zone the finale. Do
1: aspect. you think okay. Abby Grace that Annie can ever forgive Adam for what he did to her and her dad?
8: I mean, the family. So, mmm. Uh, oh. I mean, it was pretty backstabbing, but he did have a good reason. I th- you could see it from both sides. I, th- I think we could forgive him. Wow. He's going um,
1: to do, he's gonna have a lot of work it to do, I think. He's going to have a lot of work to do. It would take
8: time. But but Annie would be, like, the most forgiving person. That's what of- I'm, yeah. Yeah. I think that's one of her, like, key character traits is how forgiving she is. and I mean, she, the only thing she really wants is family. Mm-hmm. So I think she would put her differences aside and forgive him.
1: It's true. You know who's not very forgiving? Warbucks. Yes. Yeah, he, he does not true. seem like a very forgiving guy to me.
8: Sure that. But
3: that takes us to our next question. Will Warbucks be able to save his company?
1: Yeah, it's in pretty bad shape.
3: Yeah.
8: I mean, he's Warbucks. He has all the power in the world. <laughs> right. Yeah, I
0: was going to say, like I feel like he'll be like swiped up by some other... Think about Amazon failing. People will want it. You know what What, I mean. Wait, wait,
3: wait! Did Amazon fail? Did somebody not tell me what happened? (laughs) No spoilers. Oh. (laughs) Amazon failed. What do
1: we think about what Annie did as far as pretending that he was still alive?
3: Well, that's the whole thing, right? So, so that's pretty bad. I mean, that's pretty lying lying to uh, investors and stuff. That's you know, it's bad, but
0: it's clever. Yeah,
1: it is clever. She lied
3: to
0: Congress. Succession Junior. Well, oh, so basically, it happens. But yeah, I mean. Well, she was just trying to save the company. And, you know, like I don't blame her for it.
4: Would
8: I have done that? Probably not. Yeah, I ahead. might be a little biased, but <laughs> I, think,
4: <laughs>
8: I think she did what she had to. But, I mean, there definitely was some time. So I was like, Annie, not a good choice. <laughs> yes, <yeah. laughs> but, but I think she did the right thing. I mean, she did it all for him.
3: So. And it was all yeah. she did it all because she never lost hope, basically. Well, she does mm-hmm. lose hope uh, for a little bit at one point, but...
8: Yeah. Yeah. Mm.
1: Not for long. Yep.
0: Will Miss Hannigan choose Annie or Easy
5: Street? Yeah. Mm.
8: Conceptually. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think she has to choose Annie. Like, Annie did so much, and and we saw a good side of Miss Hannigan. Mm. I I would have faith that she would choose Annie. I think she now has more than money, she has people that care about her, I think. Mm. Uh, But then again, it's Miss Hannigan. So. (laughs) Mm. Right. Who is she at her core? These are tough questions. I see both sides on like all of these.
1: (laughs) I think, you know, what's interesting about is we got to see, because we got to meet the ghost of Miss Hannigan's mother, who's really awful, Mm -hmm. um, and you got to hear like, she spent her whole life with this woman basically pouring poison in her ear, telling her, you can't trust anyone in this world, and they're always going to turn on you. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. I think she's, her her number one thing is protecting herself, so I don't know what she's going to do.
3: Yeah. Well, then that takes us to the even bigger question, which Dave just launched straight into, which is what happens next.
1: What happens next?
3: Right. I don't want to break. I don't want to. Maybe I do reveal a spoiler here that aliens land and then there's a big ship. <laughs> right. Is that too much? Wait. Sure. Why not?
0: I mean, I will zombies. say, in season Sound one, design. The
3: sound design was amazing.
0: Sound design was amazing with all the aliens and yes, zombies. You exactly. all did a really. I played. I played some of the zombies. You did, yeah. Um I did a bunch of noises.
3: <laughs> oh but, right, right zombie! Um,
5: <laughs> I'm a zombie. <laughs>
0: I really loved in season one, maybe this is just a gentle challenge. I loved in season one, the romance, and I want more in season two. Mm-hmm. Be that yeah. Warbucks, be that Annie, be that, you know what I'm saying? Like, I want, I want some love interests, but that's just me. Mm-hmm. That's what happens next. I'm not I the I think writer. that's right.
1: I think that makes a lot of sense to me. I, I, you know, the interesting thing is Annie's had all this time away from Warbucks where she grew up even more. You know, she's been yeah. really independent. She ran a company yeah. on her own. So how does that affect their relationship when he comes back? You know, my, my favorite line for him in the, in the whole show is when he says, I adopted a little girl. No one told me one day I'd have a teenager. Mm-hmm. And oh, I think that that's yes. like really true about him. It like never occurred to him that, that she was going to grow up. And that's hard mm-hmm. for him.
8: Hmm. I like that. I, I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting.
1: Mm-hmm. So they've gone well, a long way. That, that hits home for me. My daughter's
3: just, just becoming a teenager. And mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's a lot.
8: My parents could definitely say the same too.
3: (laughs) (laughs) What's the best question? Are we picking a best question? No, I I think I would just
1: just like to know what Abby Grace, what her hope is for Annie going forward.
8: My hope for Annie is just, I mean, she worked so hard in this season and she definitely went on like an emotional roller coaster. So I just want her to be happy. I want Mm -hmm. her to... Find a hobby that she loves. I mean, I think, and, and, and see like <laughs> I mean, he where needs more social hobbies. media. Right. No, see where like the social media thing takes her, because I think that's kind. Of, I I oh, would say yeah. that got her through a bunch, and so I'd like to see her dwell more into that and see. I don't know specifically what I want for. Her. I just know that I want her to be happy and to explore life as a teenager. You
3: you want her to spend more time on TikTok is what you're saying.
8: Well, I like that idea. She she could get creative. Like, that's fun. I like that. And maybe she could help Warbucks bring back the company through TikTok. Oh! That's a very current thing. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's so big brain.
1: Yep. I want to be a writer for GZM, <laughs> <laughs> and she's got a big heart. She cares about about rescue dogs and about helping other kids, maybe that have gone through what she's gone through. So mm-hmm. I think all those are all interesting things for her to explore going forward.
8: Yeah, hundred percent.
3: That's 100%. true. Well Abby Grace you were amazing all season long and uh, just the fact that you did those impressions was just unbelievable I'm
4: still blown
1: away <laughs> so good thanks you're guys we so, 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 that in season 2 you're
3: so talented yeah, seriously <laughs> so thank you so much for joining us here and thanks for uh, having me. and for being on the show you know I think it's uh it's amazing it's amazing I love it. Yeah, and and, you know, Jess, I don't have our regular outro music. We don't have any outro music to, like, do, like, you know, to, to, like, sing you off. So, Jess, I think, Jess, we're going to give Jess the final word.
0: Okay. Well, check out the big season finale next week. It's sure to knock your socks off, I I will say. Are you trying to use 1930s lingo? It sure sure knocked my socks off. Um, But until then, this is Jess Fisher saying, You're never fully dressed. Without a smile. Aww. Oh, I like that. You Thank there. you. Yeah. <laughs> I like rewrote the song a little bit, but it wasn't finished. It's not <laughs>
3: yet. season two. Season two. <laughs> Check it out. All right. Thanks, everybody. We'll Thank see you. Bye. Thanks. Everybody, watch. Everybody, watch. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>
0: A-Prime members, listen to Tomorrow, early and ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen early and ad-free with Wondery Plus Kids and Apple Podcasts. Grown-ups, before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at Wondery.com survey.
1: Hi, everyone. I'm Jeremy.
8: I'm Autumn. And I'm Jasper. And we're, we're a GZM family. And
3: we want you to listen to our favorite show, Becoming Mother Nature.
4: I love the one with the green
3: reaper
4: and the zombies. Yeah! Three years ago,
0: Brinley Pasternak helped the Anders family uncover the truth about Holiday's past. Now, she'll need them to help her find the truth about hers. Six Minutes Out of Time is the long-awaited sequel to the most downloaded family audio adventure in history. When Cyrus is found unconscious near the mysterious Elixir Academy in Florida... Brinley learns the school may have a shocking connection to her missing mother. All new episodes are available one week early and ad-free
4: for GZM subscribers. Visit gzmshows.com to learn more.